coming up for episode 142. Hey, got any vinyl? Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. This is I Remembered It Better, a podcast experiment in geek nostalgia. Come on, bark like a dog for me. I done a bad thing. We're on a mission from God. This is my boomstick. Kiss my converse. This was extraordinarily bad. I got a bad feeling about this. Now, here are your hosts. Oh, no. Not again. Welcome to I Remembered It Better, the show that takes a look back and asks, was it as good as we thought it was? Coming to you from Dayton, Ohio, where I have a five-year-old. I'm Cliff Haddix, also known as Revan Geek, and I'm joined in tonight's analytical look back. From Atlanta, Georgia, where it's not a good place for sports ball fans. Ryan, all good. Um, are you supposed to have this five-year-old? Yes, it's a, it, it is my it's my son. Oh, He's turned oh, okay, five. Okay, okay. It's not like I have a random five-year-old in a box okay. somewhere. No, no. Yeah. I was just it was funny because um, I was at the well, I was at the gym last week. I saw there's this kid there who's like 15, and um, I forget what they this this other guy had asked me, and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's you know, it's something I do for my girls. And this kid's like, wait, how many girls do you have? I was like, what? He mean, he's like, do you mean like like daughters? Or I was like, wait, yeah, like the, I have two daughters. <laughs> or you have a what, cult. Yeah. What, <laughs> my like Ariel Castro with just chicks in my basement. Yeah, I have, I have two girls that are supposed to be with me. Um, so, yeah, so I was just, I was just double checking. But, all right, yeah. all right. Yeah, it's, it's a bad time for sports things here in Atlanta. Um, Atlanta United doing all right, but uh, the Braves like they really dragged out uh, the series with St. Louis, um, so now they're out. Uh, UGA, you can always count on UGA to do like one proper uh, terrible game a season, um, which they they did this weekend with South Carolina, and then the Falcons aren't. I mean, just shut up, shut up, Falcons. <laughs> We don't, we don't need your time here. So it's just, oh. it's been rough, man. It's rough. Rough? Yeah. Oh, rough. Well, it's not rough, but coming from Charleston, West Virginia, where the living is greasy, Brian Kidd. Oh, I'm sorry. I tuned out when you started talking about sports. <laughs> I was kind of counting on it, actually. We might lose them for another six years if I do this long enough. <laughs> where were we? What's going on? We were, you were going to explain how the living is greasy. Uh, well, no, I mean, I, I, I have combination skin, I guess. I don't know. I just wrote that in there. It wasn't anything spectacular. Um, I thought maybe you were going to go into some in-depth thing about having to get your car lubed or something. So uh, you had to use the word lubed, didn't you? I did, Ugh. I did. Well, yeah. I mean, speaking of greasy, they, they tried to open up a uh, they opened up some Bojangles fried mm. chicken mm. up here. Well, um, so... They opened up three Bojangles in West Virginia because we're modern, and mm-hmm. uh, they one all... of which snarled traffic to the they... point that they had to put a construction warning sign they for did. the traffic. Unfortunately, yes. the excitement didn't last, and people realized how crappy the food was. So uh, they're all closed already. Wow! Yes. Yeah, like they were only open for a couple years, maybe, and they all shut down because they were terrible and nobody was going to them. Mm. So we don't need your kind around here, Bojangles. 
We got Tudor's biscuits, and that's right. all we really need. You want fried chicken, you go to Kroger and you like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you're not yeah. wrong. As someone whose parents I know go to Tower Food Fair for their fried chicken, yep. you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. Well, we're not here to talk about chicken, my friends. We're here because geeks, fanboys, and fangirls call us what you want. We all have the things we love and obsess over. We often hold a special place for the things of our childhood. Webster's Dictionary defines nostalgia as a wistful or excessively sentimental yearning for a return to some period or irrecoverable condition. So how many of the things that we have geeked out to in the past and may still to this day are really as awesome as we remember? And how many of them have we overhyped in our memory to the point that a second look will have us saying, why did we like this? So, gentlemen, what geeky goodness have you been up to since we've been getting back into this routine? Um, I'll go. Uh, let's see. Oh, I've been, uh, I've been playing a lot of, um, uh, the the Xbox game Vampire with a Y, as in why is okay. why is there a Y in Vampire? But um, and uh, it's it's really misleading because uh, me and a uh, couple guys who play this game have you know we talk about it at work or whatever. We're not really sure what to call this. Is this vampire? Is this vampire? Hmm. Pyre? Pyre? <laughs> vampire? So, vamp, vamp, <laughs> you know. So um. Uh, so and that's, there that's goes our contingent of goth kids who <laughs> listen to the show. Uh, yeah, we'll miss him. He was cool. Um, There's no one quite like Raven Darkchild. Yeah, that's good. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it's um, and what's interesting is that I, I guess it's just, I guess it's just vampire because in the game they don't say it weird; they say vampire. So I guess they just spelled it with a Y because that looked cool or something. Um, but yeah, that's a it's a fun game. Like if you played any like the World of Darkness uh, role playing games, um, it's it seems to be heavily influenced by by that uh, that world and that mechanic. But it's uh, like early nineteen hundred um, London, and you're a vampire, and you know you, it's typical game mechanics. You get experience, you spend it, you get cool. But uh, what's neat about it is you have a choice to uh, eat or not eat. Like certain NPCs, and if you eat them, like you'll get a lot more experience. You'll become a lot cooler, but you feel really dirty when you do it. Um, mm. And there's like I, I for the, like the first time I did it, there's like this um, it's like uh, like a clip that'll play of like their last words or something, and I wasn't expecting that, and that that didn't make me feel good about the choice I made. But um, yeah, so I've been playing a lot of that. It's got a really cool story. Um, it's on Game Pass right now. So that's that's hmm. where I picked that up, and then uh, just lately and and even today we've been playing a lot of um, Splendor with the with the girls. They're really they're really good at that game. Um, I don't think I've I've beaten anybody in this house at that game. Um, so I'm getting taken to school by by a seven year old and a twelve year old, and then my wife who's like 103 or whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she doesn't listen to podcasts on that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's, that's a fun game. It's, and I, I, I like that they're really into that. So, um, and that's something we can sit around the table and do without screens and chat and have, have some laughs or whatever. So, um, and I just like playing board games, Cliff, you know that, so. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah but, oh. Uh, and then, and then just various sundry other things, um, other games and, and video games and, um, oh, has anybody played, um. It came out a while ago. It's not new or anything, but I just started playing it. It's the Walking Dead mobile app game that I'm trying to remember the name of. 
You heard of this? Um, let's see. It? You just sent an invite to me, and I that I need to acknowledge. Yes. Yeah. What I what I need is one more mobile game in my life. Well, but I, I realize whenever you, I yeah I realize whenever I need help in a mobile game, like Cliff is the guy to get on into it because like you play mobile games, like it's your job. Um, yeah. I've seen you very committed to like <laughs> we've been hanging out, and you're like, Mm-mm, I'm not talking to anybody until I do this thing right here. <laughs> my my guild needs me to take down this team. Yes, wait. yeah. It's like all right. I mean, it's just the okay. Time. So it's the Walking Dead. Our world. That's it. That's yes. the name of it. Yeah. It's um. You know. It's uh. It's it's you know. One of those like location based kind of. It's got the AR option to it, mm. which I don't. I don't use in any of those games because I just don't. But um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun stuff shooting zombies and it's nice to be online and do something other than like trying to sling a ball or match a pattern or something. So, uh, I feel attacked for my Pokemon Go love right now. I mean, I, I like that game too. This is just, this is something yeah. that's like, that's not that same format reskinned. Like it's okay. Just, okay. It's like, uh, what, like the Harry Potter game was. The Harry Potter game was pretty much Pokemon Go more or less reskinned. Oh, I would but, agree with um, you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, uh, uh, that's pretty much it. Those, those things have been rotting my brain. Okay. How about you, Ryan? Um, I've been uh, up to my eyeballs in um, Doctor Who fan film. <clears throat> mm, uh, yeah, I've yeah. seen the updates. Yeah, we finally started filming. Um, we filmed for, we have to do it on the weekends because we're all volunteers. And um, But we, we g- got a good chunk of it filmed uh, and we're moving on to our next set. So that's all. I just got a update from uh, Ron Smith, who is the producer and writer and the doctor. And uh, they are about finished with our second set, so we're going to start filming again uh, very, very shortly. Uh, it's turned out great. I am, I'm actually quite shocked how good it looks. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, all right. Yeah, it's it's going to look pretty good. Um, so that's I've been spending a lot of my time on that. Um, you know, I guess if we're talking mobile games, I don't know if it's something I'm proud of, but... Um, <laughs> I uh, I really have gotten far too deep into the uh, Star Trek Timelines game. I uh, played that one a while back. Yeah, it, I played yeah, that one. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and you know, it it tickles my Star Trek fancy. So, yeah, uh, all the different, all the uh, literally by having all the different universes kind of playing off of one another. Yeah, it's kind of right. Neat. And they have just, and you could tell the people who make it are Trek nerds because there's just some obscure stuff in there that they pull in. Um, it's fun. It's, you know, it's, it's a way to spend time. So it's, uh, it's good. And I haven't spent any money on it. So that's, that's always a plus. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's hard. You're just like, but I don't want to wait an hour and a half for this. (laughs) It'll just cost me $25. Right. I just have to tell myself, look, slow down there, slappy. And then I'll have a five star Wesley. Right. They're they're (laughs) counting on that. You not wanting to wait. And that's how they make their money. So I don't, uh, I don't haven't really done that but uh you know uh, other than that i just continue watching a bunch of movies because they don't have a life oh <laughs> what's the movie what's the latest movie you've seen um well um actually i went back and watched a couple of the nightmare on elm streets in preparation for mm-hmm. something that might be coming up soon for the podcast yep. so um yep. that that's been the latest couple that i watched okay very cool very cool yeah 
Well, for me, uh, yes, mobile gaming. Ryan is right. I do work on like my job. My Marvel Strike Force, uh, my Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, and Pokemon Go are kind of my three. They're my big holy trinity right now. Um, yeah, well, my, sorry, my what was the first one you said? Uh, Marvel Strike Force. Okay. It's basically Galaxy of Heroes, but with Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got five, five heroes on one side, go over and kill heroes on the other side gotcha. and uh my guild's been you know pushing and uh I, i'm doing my best to make certain i i clear my lanes and i missed this week i missed one of my assignments and we got lower rewards for it and i felt oh. horrible uh and uh someone's kids aren't gonna eat because of that now it happens i know i know it's it's horrible um <laughs> but pokemon go really has taken off in our family since the last time we talked good have Emily, your kids friend me because i gotta get some friends so i can get some okay. stuff well, we'll get you. We'll get you friended. I'll get you friended too. I've already gone through my my stepson's friends, and they all think yeah. I'm weird. So okay. Well, we Just Emily burning those plays. bridges, aren't you, Brian? Emily plays too. <laughs> Emily plays too, and uh, we we replaced our phones a while back. So I have a spare phone that I put another account on. So I let my son use that one. We handed Emily's phone down to down to our daughter. It doesn't. You know, it's not hooked up to a phone, but you know, we can go off the Wi-Fi hotspot, and all four of us can play Pokemon together. Nice. And uh, so we all go out, we go for Pokewalks, and we catch. And we. And the other night, we were out at a restaurant, and there was a level five raid right next to the restaurant. And we said, why not? Let's try. We'd beaten fours before, but we'd never tried a five. And we now know, in hindsight, why this worked. But we were able to take down a level five Garatina raid with just the four of us. The next day we tried again and it did not work. Um, it was because the rain had boosted all of our Pokemon, and we didn't oh. realize that was the, that was why we did it on a clear day the next day. And no, we didn't even come close to taking it down. But just the circumstances were just right, and the four of us took it down. Um, but Cliff, so, like it's Ryan, a miracle any of us ever got married. Yeah, I know it is, isn't it? Isn't it wonderful that we have people that put up with that in our yeah. lives? But uh, but next time we get together, Ryan or, or Brian or wherever, we all need to go go do some raids and stuff. Oh, you bet. We, yeah, we can do it as a group. We can do it as a group, easy. Yeah, we uh, but, uh, we got we got Sophie on it. Uh, she uses Christine's phone, so when the yeah. three of us or when the four of us are out, like Christine, like I said, doesn't doesn't care for it. But um, yeah, me and and Emma and Sophie uh, are all three playing. So cool. Cool. Well, we'll definitely do some stuff when we all get together. Um, let's see. Uh, in that same vein, uh, same vein, our daughter has gone back to rewatch the series. So she's watching the original Pokemon uh, Indigo League. So I've been yeah. kind of watching that in the room with her. So yeah, old school stuff. And I got back into playing the online trading card game. Uh, Pokemon trading card game to, to learn how to uh, just kind of in the lore and everything not spending any money just doing uh, the various stuff in the game to build up a deck little by little little by little little by little but it does have me kind of wanting to look into like finding one of the local groups and playing and, and seeing about trying to because I like trading card games I just uh-huh. do my best not to spend a fortune on them um, I, I took a look at the Magic Arena uh, game that came on, online just recently. That, that's that's online version of Magic cards. It's okay. It, it just I don't know. It didn't hook me the way that you know. You know, maybe it's just because I like pretty colors and <laughs> Pokemon hooks me a little easier. So we've been doing that, and uh, we just got done. Like I said, uh, having my son's uh, fifth birthday party, and he wanted Batman. So it was a Batman themed awesome. party. Awesome. So. Uh, you take uh, him to see Joker for his first birthday. We did not, <laughs> <laughs> did not do that. 
<coughs> we did not do that. He struggled Daddy, enough. I want to be an incel. <laughs> he he struggled enough with the uh, Michael Keaton first Batman movie, so we won't. We'll give him a little bit longer before we go uh, too far down the uh, down the Batman right. uh, route for him. But and he, he could always he, show I mean, him he, the the Adam West show. Oh yeah, we were going to. They used to have it on Netflix, and it got pulled. It's not on there right now. But I was I was fully ready to show him the old the, the old Adam West movie and, and and series. But it's not on streaming right now. I don't think. No, you so, have to pay I mean, for I, it. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to pay for it. I mean, we're paying for a lot already, and next month the big pay is coming because you know, Disney Plus drops next month. So yeah, yeah. don't even we get know me started we're talking that. about Disney Plus. Uh, we we know. I mean, the thing is, I know that once I do that. I don't ever have to worry about them finding something to watch ever again. They will be able to find something to watch. So that's that's the plan moving forward. But now, let's take a look and see what's been going on in the news. Stand by for news. Look at these flash. And the big no news of the day is no news. This is Les Nesman saying, may the good news be yours. In the news. Yeah, we'll do it live. So we just mentioned Netflix and streaming, and a Legend of Zelda live series is apparently coming to Netflix. Do you have thoughts, feelings? Is this something best left animated or best left not done? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I, I, I like the games quite a bit. Like, yeah. I, I think that through all the different changes and everything they, that that game series has always been consistently interesting and there's always been a high level of effort and imagination put into them um so i i i'm not somebody who like knows the lore or anything like that but i've always enjoyed the games i, I don't I, I don't not everything needs a tv series mm. um so it's it's not for me. I, I you know I I could see how it will be for a lot of people. It's just not for me. I remember the uh, and they talk about it in this article the the animated series the Princess. Um, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize it was only it was like only one season that that's because it on. sucked. It was uh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was that was some that was something I I mean when did that come out? Did it say in here? Uh, was it? Would have been like what, 89. late 80s, yeah, yeah. So I don't feel I don't feel bad having enjoyed that when I was nine or ten years old. Um, just because I really liked uh, I didn't I didn't have uh, I didn't have the Nintendo or, or the Zelda games uh, yeah. on on the NES when I was growing up. So um, I remember man, there was like one friend that had them, and and I say friend because uh, he had them. And that's, like, that's why he was a friend. Was a friend. <laughs> and uh, and I enjoyed, you know, basically using that friend so I could play Zelda. Um, and that feels really, really lame now. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Netflix is doing that, um, that the Witcher series. And yeah. so far, everything about that looks pretty good. Um, yeah, but there's also a lot more to the Witcher series. Than there, there is, is yeah. There's a video game. Yeah, and the, they've they've said flat out this is going to be a bloodless affair and lighthearted and very kid friendly. Yeah. So, yes, that will appeal to younger fans. That will appeal to kids. That will appeal to families. But for like you know guys like us that stayed up to two o'clock in the morning trying to finally beat the original game, or 
is that what we want? And or well, are I we mean, served by so many other things they don't need to bother with us? Yeah, I think maybe yeah, but, the good the good that comes out of this is something uh, my my kids will like watching that I can stand to be in the room with. Like, that I, I I could watch a few less uh, editions of, of you know um, the Descendants or something. So mm. oh god, well. Yeah. Well, I mean, but here's the thing you got to remember is that Nintendo has always been very family friendly. Yeah. yeah. And and so who I think it would be a horrible mistake to try and do Edgelord Link, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. Like let's mm. not you well, know. When they first started describing this as like Game of Thrones type series, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh no, this but, is the uh, Red Rupee episode." <laughs> When he slaughters all that grass for cash. Right. Um, oh. oh, the chickens, bodies everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Did you guys see the Dark Crystal reboot? We watched we watched an episode, uh, maybe two episodes of it. So I, I want to see us do a deeper dive on that in a, in a few episodes. Okay, but, then uh, I'll save my thoughts then. Okay, all right. Yeah, save your thoughts for now. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on because it again in a minute. Because I just have thoughts. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? <laughs> this does remind me, though, just even all this talk about Game of Thrones, I forgot to put on my geeky goodness, Emily and I, after all this time that Ryan loaned us the first season, oh, no way. finally started Game of Thrones. Jesus. How many years ago did I loan you that uh, season one? I don't know. It's been with us for at least one, if not two moves. <laughs> it just... We we had we oh, had God. we needed a new show to binge. We had just finished watching Jack Ryan on um, on Amazon Prime, right. and they were like, "What are we gonna watch?" And we were looking around, and all of a sudden, there, like out of the corner of our eye on the shelf, I said, "Well, we we really should honor the fact this was loaned to us and at least give it a try." And uh, we put it in, and yeah, we're on. We're, we're we're two episodes in, and like, okay, I think I see what everybody was talking about here, and we've now. <laughs> We've we've read I, we've now seen mostly up to the point that I tapped out on the book because the book was so hard to follow. So yeah. we're starting to head into territory I don't know, but the Get problem used to with that. It, well, but the problem also with it being such a well known and memed show is I already know major plot points coming just because of all the you know. All the jokes, all the this, all the all the references, even the references you all made, like the Red Rupee episode. I'm like, okay, I, I know what that's in reference to, just yeah, because. Well, that's I got no fun. No, uh, but you know, I'm still, I, I, I'm still gonna watch, and I'm still gonna, you know, it, let it unfold and um, and everything. So yeah, it's it's, I'm we're enjoying it. But to bring it back to this, to bring it back here, um. I almost started until Emily said I'm not watching animated. I almost gave the Castlevania series that's on Netflix a try. Oh, Have that you, was you a bad. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, that. I've seen it. It's, uh, okay. You know, it it is um, it's fun. It 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 is definitely modeled after anime. Mm. Um, it's 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 not oh. anime, <laughs> but it is definitely modeled after that type of storytelling. Okay. Um, for what it is, it's fun. You know, the mm-hmm. animation's really good. It's it's enjoyable. I, you know, I've watched both halves of, you know, what's out there, um, and I'll watch more when it comes out. It's 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 not 
going to change your life, but it's worth watching. If you, if you enjoy that type of thing and you, you like the whole Castlevania type of story, then it's what you get. You know, it is, mm-hmm. it's not going to change the world, but it, it, it is exactly what it claims to be. So. I do love how this article does bring up, uh, they did allow a feature film to be made based on their titles. The 1993 Super Mario Brothers, starring Bob oh. Hoggins and John Leguizamo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a thing they put on film, ladies and gentlemen. This, yeah. They spent a lot of money on that. Oh, yeah. Now, this, this kind of made me think about that, uh, that question, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this. I know I've talked about this with other groups of, of nerds and controlled environments. Has there been a good video game movie yet? No, not really. And I mean, I mean and we 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 discussed, you know, that like enjoyable and good, you know, aren't, aren't yeah. the same thing. Right? I, I, I can enjoy, enjoy I can enjoy Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah, I can there enjoy. Are, there are watchable video game movies, but yeah. there aren't any that you go, oh wow, this would be if this was not a video game it would be a good movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. just not... I haven't come across any yet. See, yeah, I don't think I've don't know. Either. I don't know if you'd call it a video game movie, but I like the way that the Jumanji sequel played with the genre yeah, but of a video not, game. That's not I know that's not the same. I, video I, game. I know it's not. I know it's not. But what I'm saying is, I kind of like how it played with the mythos of what a video game is. Yeah. And, sure. and that was kind of cool. And I, I'm wondering if maybe that's, you know, maybe it needs to be a movie that's not taking being a video game quite so seriously. You know, I, I don't know how to do that. Um, I mean, I've heard that Rampage is at least fun. It may not be great yeah, film, I mean, but I've yeah. heard it's at least fun. That, that was a fun movie. I enjoyed watching that. I don't consider that a, a, a good video game movie. Okay. Um, well, I mean, the thing is, games are games. And yeah. it, no matter what how much lore you have in these games they're they are created to be games they're not created to be satisfying narratives for the most part yeah um so it's very i just don't know that there's a lot of material out there that would translate and i don't know that it should you know you can have fantastic video games and let them be fantastic video games well i mean especially since they're getting to the to the point where video games are are doing a good job of telling their story sure you know themselves like it's not uh it's not the kind of thing that where it's you know you need like pong the video game Uh, but maybe maybe it is behind that i mean next they'll be making battleship the movie yeah (laughs) you know and i will say this i will say this if they had gotten away from the premise of trying to blatantly make it Battleship, there was, at the beginning of that, you know, there was an interesting story there that it went way off rails and went way too... But the whole concept of, you know, a bunch of old guys having to step up to defend the world was kind of cool. It just went way off the rails. I'm not saying it's a good film. I'm saying that there was a premise there that if they had not tried to blatantly make it, quote-unquote, Battleship and even insert the line, they're not going to sink this battleship, you know. Right. That's, yeah, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> I'll tell you what was uh, disappointing semi-recently was the Assassin's Creed movie. Um, mm. Did either of you see, end up seeing that? I have not no, seen it. No, my kids did, but I don't yeah. like the games, so... Okay, because I really enjoy the games, uh, and I was really 
again, like this, every, I've gone into every like video game movie. Like, is this going to be the one? And so far, it hasn't. But uh, it has not been. <laughs> yeah, there's just there was there were several moments in that where it's just like stuff from the game was just shoehorned in there uh, because they felt obligated to, it. and it's just uh, it just mm. made it worse than not having those that thing in there. So. Isn't that like how in the Doom movie it suddenly went to first-person shooter perspective in the middle of like one of the scenes? Yeah, I, I, or I the kind House of, wonder, of the Dead. Do you guys rem- did you guys ever see the Uwe Boll House of the Dead movie? No. Uh, so yeah. you know Uwe Boll is just notorious for he. If there was a period there where he took advantage he made of video attacks, game movies, right? He yeah. took advantage of a tax loophole in Germany where you could make really horrible films, and if you lost money, you came out on top. So he bought the rights to all these different video games, and one of them he did was House of the Dead, which is a, a Sega shooter, yeah. like on-rails shooter. Many and, quarters went into that machine, by the Sure, it's yeah. fun. You know, zombies, you shoot them. Um, mm. But in the movie itself, periodically, when people get attacked by zombies, it switches to footage from the actual game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, and I was just like, I mean, I, I I watched it because I knew it was going to be terrible. And sure. most of his movies are so bad that they're at least enjoyable on those terms. Right. But even that, I was like, oh, come on, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is, does the, like, does, uh, do video games in general also suffer from the same thing we've talked about, why we don't have a decent D&D movie, in that we as gamers like to make our own choices and be part of where the story goes, as opposed to sitting down and having it narrated for us. Like, we're so used to being in control of the narrative and in some fashion that as the movie comes out, well, that's not how I would have done it. Or that's not, you know, how I would have chosen. Or that's not how a rogue should be played. Or that's not how, uh, why didn't they use this spell there? You know, do, do we have so much control that having someone feed it to us is not going to be ever satisfying? I don't think we got... We've gotten close enough to to uh, either D and D or or uh, a video game movie being good enough for us to start wondering those things. Mm. You know, like I, I. Well, and let's face it, gamer culture is a little toxic, and <laughs> what? Why well, know. And so <laughs> you know, you're you're always going to have anytime you make any kind of video game thing, if you. Uh, don't do something that's exactly perfect for whatever basement dwelling candy eating neckbeard, you know, has devoted his life to his waifu pillow of Bayonetta. They're going to, they're going to all rise up and do something horrible on the internet. You know, Mm. I'm not saying they're going to go shoot up people because I think this whole Joker thing has gotten a little ridiculous of people like, well, we're going to have extra security, but they do, crappy things you know yeah. what i mean and, and they've been shown to be a community that and and, and i don't mean to, to generalize because they're obviously it, it this is a small group of people who play video games you know we all play video games we're not like that but th- there is a group that is very vocal and nasty and the minute that you don't include a particular you know spell or you know um in this dead or alive movie this character's breasts are actually a cup size too small (laughs) they're gonna they're gonna flip out and and just spew more hatred and awfulness on the internet it's gonna happen yeah (laughs) no it's definitely a a critical group of people a little bit they have thoughts they have thoughts 
says three guys who have thoughts and feel the need to record them and share them with the masses. So, uh, you know. I don't know about masses. <laughs> we love both some, of our listeners. Some folks. So we also earlier talked about Disney Plus, and they have actually released a list of how massive our choices are going to be. Okay, can I jump in here real quick? Yes. If we said no. They have not released a list. They had. So uh, they did a a test of Disney Plus in another country. All right. And... This was the list of shows that was on, like, their beta service. Okay. All right. Well, thank so, you for correcting me. I, I, while I am sure that there will be many, many, many similarities, this is not the list of what, don't be surprised, you look at this, and then when it starts up in November, you're like, you know, where's Herbie Goes Bananas? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to watch Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> I mean, there's some okay. stuff on here that I definitely hope is, is up there, though. Just because they're just going through this list, I got excited about some of these things. Okay, um, such as, I mean, Mighty Ducks. Like, I really, I could really watch the Mighty Ducks again. You know what? Mm. Go to your library. Don't pay nine bucks a month. They've got a million copies of Mighty Ducks. I mean, I'm... <laughs> that that was my problem with the, the with the list is it's aside from their originals that are going to be coming out. Um. What's on there is stuff that has been out there and been available widely for so long. Like, they had an opportunity to really go back into the vaults and bring out some obscure stuff. You know, they've got all these great uh, Disneyland shows from the 50s and 60s with that all had original animation done for them. And, and they got them because they'd released several of them on DVD before. But, like, those things are absent. Um, you know, you, it's focusing so much on Camp Rock 4, the retirement, that I'm just <laughs> like, uh, it's it's not going to be for me. I'm not going to. I'm I'm not going to bother. Once I once I saw what they were going for, I was like, okay, well, well, if now now, and this goes back to the discussion we had about the WWE Network, you know, uh, uh, the the last month. What if on a second pass after they get this stuff that gets quote unquote the masses, if they take the deeper dive, is that going to would that interest you? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So if they're going for stuff like like I know what you're talking about. I I mean, my mind goes to like those Disney. Um, Hemo explaining the, fu- the, the the where your blood came from that we got to like see in school as a kid, mm-hmm. like yeah. things like that. I would love to see some of that stuff. First of all, to see how horrible the science might have been in it. But second of all, just to, it yeah, it wasn't horrible at the time. It wasn't. I know. I know. We we, we did our best with what we knew. But yeah, so I too want to see some of that deep dive um, things. I would love to see Walt telling me about here's the plans for Disney world in Florida or, you know, um, those type of specials they used to do on, you know, Sunday nights that I've watched, you know, on the, well, the Disney channel back when it was a pay service and was good. Um, they used to have a, they would show tons of stuff for their older television programs. They called it Mm -hmm. vault Disney. And 
and uh, you know they didn't do it prime time usually it was like you know 11 o'clock at night or whatever but it was there and it was available and people saw stuff that maybe hadn't they hadn't seen since it originally aired it was great so i had hoped that maybe that they would do something like that with this streaming service but then i remember that bob Iger's in charge and disney is not what it once was it is a very different, it is a giant corporation now that swallows up other giant corporations and is not, they're not, they are in it for whatever they can market and get people to buy overpriced t-shirts of. They're not going to, you know, if something slips through the cracks, it's probably an accident, you know? I was unaware that there was a 2016 Adventures in Babysitting remake. That was news to me. Well, it's because one of those crappy Disney Channel movies. Okay. Give me Elizabeth Shue. Give me the original. I'll be fine. You know, she's on... Um, have you watched The Boys? On uh, I've Channel? heard that she's in that. I And, I, and The Boys is on my list to see. It's I haven't good. seen it yet. It's, it's good. It's really, really well made. And yeah, she's in it and she still looks fabulous. And it's so hard. Yeah! It's so hard. Babysitting these guys. She got the babysitting blues. Baby, baby, babysitting blues. I've got the babysitting blues. So, are either of you fans of any adaptation of War of the Worlds? Yeah. Okay. Um, I I love the Orson Welles uh, radio play. I love the uh, 1950s George Powell uh, movie. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Ryan? Uh, no. Okay. Not really. No. Well, I noticed none of you said the Tom Cruise vehicle. I noticed yeah. that right off the bat. Um, well, the BBC is producing uh, an adaptation of H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds, and... Granted, you, you you can put anything in a trailer and kind of, you know, is this going to be great? Is it not going to be? Are we going to, you know, the mythos of BBC is great. But I love that this is set in a period, an older period, rather than trying to do the Tom Cruise thing all over again and modern day fighting aliens. Well, it's set more in the time that the novel was written. Yes. Which, if nothing else, gets rid of the cell phones fix everything problem. Right, <laughs> with most movies. Um, it I, the trailer looked looked good, looked fine to me. Like, I mean, it it it's obviously they they spent some money on it, and um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give it a watch. It it looks fine. It's not something I'm gonna like count mark down on my calendar, but it, it's uh, I think it 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 looks like they've at least put some effort into it. And uh, so, yeah, I'm down for it. Why not? They've put three years into it, apparently. It was greenlit all the way back in 2017 um, and uh, began filming largely in Liverpool. And it's saying they have not announced anything official. Uh, They're just saying sometime this autumn. So that covers a lot of space. I would think they would... You would think they would go for Halloween. You would think that they would go for trying to recreate the magic of the uh, well, of the Halloween's not as big in England as it is here. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I know that we're crazy about it here. So yeah, but... it's 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 not as 
they I mean they they kind of have it, but it's not it's it's not like here where suddenly every vacant storefront in your town is filled with rubber masks. Mm. So hmm. Well, is there any I'm trying to think of any other like I'm think I'm remembering the film that the, the film adaptation that that um that you referenced, Brian, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what are some other is there like like we sometimes cringe when we hear that certain things are being done as a series. Is there something out there that maybe wasn't done as well as we would have liked that would make for a good series? Well, you know there was a War of the Worlds TV series. I don't remember yeah, that series. It was um it was one of those like syndicated shows um that you would see pop up on smaller channels or late at night or whatever. Okay. Um it, I maybe watched one episode. It wasn't for me. I want to say it was back in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so it's been done. Um, I, I'm, you know, I mean, what, what exactly are you asking? Like, what, what, I'm not sure. I'm just trying to think of like along this line as now we're seeing more and more of like, it didn't work as a movie. Let's do it as a series or it didn't work as well as, as maybe it could have as a movie. Like they're, they're, redoing the golden compass series on hbo that's yeah. coming out they're doing that whole thing as a series Thank instead God. of just just instead of just a movie but i was trying to think of other movies from like that 50s um you know uh red scare type of uh thing that would work maybe more as a drawn out series like this like i would Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Would that make for an interesting series that no, goes off on the lore of that so. world? You don't think so? Okay. No. I mean, because it is such a pointed allegory that it's – to stretch it out, I think would you would have to start going in different directions because you can only – you could only sustain allegory for so long. You know? Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, you're limiting it to like – 50s type things I, I don't I don't really know as far as things that I think could be done better I mean obviously there are, there are you know you can technically do things better these days with anything you know yeah. but I don't know that anything that had a fantastic idea and just wasn't pulled off I don't know okay. I don't know fair enough next topic <laughs> So um, we're going to go deeper into the Dark Crystal, but this is just kind of a goofy little. Is that the like, name of the porn parody? The what? <laughs> Everything needs one, doesn't it? This is I do definitely not the Dark Crystal. I do not need to see a Skeksis porn scene. I don't. It'd be don't. called the Sexies. The sex. The Sexies. It would be the sex. Oh, but you got to still find a way to have Mark Hamill do a voice. That would, yeah, that that's that's almost the Joker, but not quite. That's right. kind of how it seems. Um, that one of the uh, one of the main people involved in production uh, is the baby from Labyrinth. That that he he has grown up in this world and is following in his parents' footsteps and is involved largely in the production. It's kind of like, first of all, a we're that old now that that can happen, and b it's kind of cool to see how someone who has grown up surrounded by it didn't go running away from it and stayed within it. Well, isn't he Brian Froud's son? Yeah. 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 
So, yeah. I mean, like, uh, of course he, <laughs> you know, he sort of has an in. <laughs> well, he does, but like, but think about, you know, how many of us followed in our parents' footsteps? Granted, yeah. maybe they, it wasn't as cool as making Labyrinth, but still, I think all of us kind of took very different paths than like our parents did. And right. you know, you'd think maybe even in Hollywood that people would. You hear about people whose parents are famous who go on to very normal, everyday jobs as opposed to trying to stay within that. And, again, he didn't go for, like, stardom because he, he went for, like, working in creature shops and, and technical stuff. And, yeah. And yeah. that's kind of cool to see that, that, that someone who's second – you know, a second generation within kind of a niche niche area of, of, of film production. True, 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 true. Um, I, unfortunately, I don't know that it's it's a... I kind of worry about the future of Henson. Mm. Um, it, as wonderful as they continue to be as far as um, utilizing puppetry and animatronics and so forth, which honestly, they're still the best that's out there. I don't know, you know, how much market there is for that it's kind of like Leica with their stop motion i mean they're the best of the best and they do amazing work and their movies never make enough money and they're probably going bankrupt mm. you know mm. so um i think that the dark crystal was enough of a well i mean netflix never releases their numbers but i think that it had at least enough of a a public um uh, awareness the dark, the new show that maybe if the viewing was good, they could get some more work, you know, mm. um, there's certainly more to, and we'll get into the dark crystal at another time, but, um, I don't know. I, I just worry. I worry because they're, that company is, is so much a part of my childhood and, yeah. and responsible for so much of the, the things that I love. There was speaking of of that, and you know them, you know struggling for money. Possibly, um, I was traumatized uh, so uh, slightly um, because I know Jim would have never wanted this, and I don't watch many commercials. But Ryan, do you do you watch any commercials, or are you like me and you stream and you see nothing? Do I watch commercials? No. But I mean, like, like, do you ever find yourself, you know, like usually? I mean, most of your TV viewing. I would imagine it's like mine. It's Netflix. It's something where commercials just aren't there. Yeah, it's it's either streaming or I'm watching something on demand. And and well, I mean, some of those cases are forcing me to watch commercials, but it's the same yeah. one over and over. So, Thanks, Amazon. Yeah. Here. So we were we were watching uh, the Marshall University football game yesterday um, on a streaming service where you could not opt out. You had to watch the commercial. And Farmers Insurance has an ad featuring not Muppets, Sesame Street characters, which was yeah. always kind of supposed to be off limits. Like if you, there's uh, somewhere I've got a, a, a story of that where it goes into when you know Disney was first partnering to buy you know the Muppets and and this and that and how animate they were that the Sesame Street stuff needed to be off limits. It needed to not be quote unquote, you know, commercialized. And then there they were right in a commercial. Uh, I got some bad news for you, Cliff. Um, I know it may have been happening for a while, but this is the first time I blatantly noticed it. So Sesame Street is on the rocks. 
oh i know it's i know it's on hbo i know hbo just moved it up a higher tier i know that all these things are happening i know maria quit the show because of it i know all this but it was just another nail in my childhood's coffin well, but to I mean, see them it, hawking insurance. But you can't blame them. They're, I know I can't. I know they got to the keep it going. They, that's just it. The the funding, public television has funding has been cut to nothing, um, and they, I mean, they had to cut the show to a half an hour from an hour. Um, they cut out almost all the like live action people stuff, and it's all yeah. Muppets now. Um, it's just, it's 50 years and they, they've had a good run, but the thing is kids nowadays are like, I want YouTube video that's short and loud. Um, so I just, they're, they're, they're just trying to, to get by. I mean, I agree it's, it's sad, but it's, Mm. it's kind of how it is if they're want to still exist in any form. Wow. To hear you say that's how it is, is, is it? That's uh, dude. I just when you're normally the biggest curmudgeon to scream about it, but man, well, no, you, you've I, I done, you've like done some acceptance here. You've done some acceptance. Right. And we're proud of you. I, I don't <laughs> like it, but I've you know I just got to say in the past couple of years I've I've had to just go. Yeah, some things in this world just kind of suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Can you guys envision a um, iconic movie poster? Any movie poster? Sure. Okay. What's what is one of your most iconic movie posters then, Brian? Uh, Vertigo. Vertigo. Oh, bass. Okay. Okay. Ryan. Uh, you know what? Honestly, nothing really comes to mind right off the bat with movie posters. Hmm. I think that's okay. Uh, that's okay. I still think the original Star Wars for me, you yeah, know, with yeah. the weird kind of flowy robes and and everything, just kind of always has kind of like because it also didn't, you know, like like the lightsaber didn't look right for how the movie looked and a lot of things that were artistic that like now I understand now as an adult, but you know. The, the pose that they're all in and all those things kind of like, yeah, that to me is one that will always kind of you know, part of me, which is I could, I realize I don't have one of those posters, which shame on me. I should have one. Um, but one of the, one of the, um, one of the pioneers in, uh, in, in movie poster, uh, at least for us, uh, for a good number of years, Philip Gibbs passed away at the age of 88, um, who has some incredible um, work that, when you think back, and I can remember several of these walking down past my local movie theater, staring back at me. Um, some of which, you know, still. I mean the the alien, the alien poster still I remember very vividly, um, and just being creeped out by it, not even knowing what the movie was about. Well, just, it's Superman the movie, like that's, yeah, that is absolutely. And I got I have to admit, as big of a movie nerd as I am, I was not familiar with this gentleman. Now, I'm familiar with his work, obviously. Yeah. You know, uh, looking at just the sample that's that's on this story we're looking at on, on IndieWire, they're absolutely posters that I remember seeing. Um, but I, uh, you know, the unfortunately, movie posters are a dying art. Uh, 
Yeah. It's all become big head Photoshop. Um, you don't really have the, the every once in a while you'll have a, something special. That's, that's more graphic design, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's pretty rare these days and it's, it's unfortunate. Do correct okay and it's been a while since i've seen the original alien and it's getting ready to come out i know for anniversary showings and everything but the one thing that i always was slightly thrown off by because i remember aliens more than remember alien was that the egg was different than what was depicted on the poster right or did the did the egg in the first movie look that way i always remember no, it unfolding it that, that so that that picture came from like they used it in the teaser trailer. Okay. Um, no, the the egg in the movie itself looks like what we've seen in the subsequent films. Okay. You got to remember, this was a time when a lot of times teaser trailers would have no footage at all from uh, a film because it was still in production, and they just mm-hmm. didn't they didn't have the kind of turnaround where they could just digitally just you know what I mean like shoot footage yeah. off to edit together, and so uh, teasers were literally. Nowadays, teasers are, here's a trailer just slightly shorter than the trailer we're going to release later. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, a teaser was, here's something just to get the idea that this movie's coming in your head. Yeah, the most basic of premises and a picture or two, yeah, plant the seed. Right. Yeah, that, that was one thing that always kind of threw me off, you know, was about like, that egg's not right. But still, it's still, I know instantly seeing that, that's Alien. That's the movie Alien. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. Well, the black and green color scheme, you know, um, yeah. it's uh, they've continued to use that. Um, you know, it's it, this this guy knew what he was doing. There's some, like I said, I, I didn't know his name, but I sure as heck know his work. Uh, mm. His poster for Tommy is one of my favorites. I love that. It's so weird, yeah. but it's so perfect for the material. Mm. Fatal Attraction. Uh, it's it's weird to see like that he made a. Some of these other movies, and also, oh, and Emmanuel is thrown in there. <laughs> hey, you know twice. what? You gotta. Here's the thing. Sorry. <laughs> here um, comes Ryan's defense of softcore porn. <laughs> no, no. Well, no, no. It's it's pure. It's it's just it's a titty film. But <laughs> it was a huge movie back then. Oh, it was a I big mean, deal. it was a yeah. blockbuster. Yeah. Because this was during the days of porno chic when after yeah. Deep Throat had come out and it suddenly became like the cool thing for these, you know, suburban white couples to go see a dirty movie because it was just what you did. And and Emmanuel came out right around that same time. I mean, you look at Emmanuel, Columbia Pictures. You know, this was not this was not a Oh yeah, this wasn't yeah, this wasn't a secondhand movie house. It was a no. very different time. Yeah. Um so I could totally see that somebody who who has done these other really big respected films yeah I mean Emmanuel was a big release mm-hmm. it was so to speak porn. <laughs> All right. zing um but it was a you know it it was a big release it was a big release at the time mm-hmm. I love that the poster as far it's a little blurry but it, it looks almost like it has one actor in the role of beef. Do you know what it says? The role of beef. Or is it in the role of oh, B? I can't, I can't see. I don't know. I'll, I'll prefer to say it's beef just because that's just, just because it's more funny. Okay.
When's the last time you guys picked up a tangible music um, product? Not a download, an actual tangible music product. Last week. Last week. What about you, Ryan? It's yeah, it's been a really long time. We'll probably I'm gonna have to think about this for a minute. Freaking millennials. <laughs> really? <laughs> really. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's not fight. Well no, I mean there I would also say that you can go you can't go too far. If I mean, like I, I zoom through my Facebook with everybody with their picture of their vinyl leaning on their record player. Here's what I'm listening to tonight, and you, you can go too far the other way. But, but, um, vinyl is posed to is poised to outsell CDs for the first time since 1986, uh, says Rolling Stone. That vinyl is making such a resurgence, and who to thunk it? I remember so, when the vinyl is making a resurgence, but, but CDs are also per- plummeting. Right, yes. CD sales have tanked. So yeah. phys- sales of physical media in general are not great. Yeah, but yeah, records are selling pretty well. Yeah, I buy them. Yeah, but, but my my comment was to say we have stepped away from what quote unquote is supposed to be the more advanced media for something that 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 there is a demand. Yes, it's not as huge. Uh, as it used to be back in the day, but still it's interesting to see people gravitating toward this other media that, you know, in, 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 we were always told about how superior the CDs were, were to other forms of media at the time. True. And now as we explore that analog versus digital, we are enjoying the analog more. It's Well, you know, but I also think that we were told how wonderful CDs were at a time when they were trying to push CDs, well, true. which costs a lot more than records did back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and and CDs do sound good. I have no problem. Tons of CDs. CDs sound, sound just fine. Um, I, I'm not one of these people that says, oh, the record is clearly superior in audio. Eh, you know, mm-hmm. you could if you have a good record player. And and you have a, you have a good turntable and you have a good stylus and you know, uh, you're a record can sound fantastic. Yeah, you know, um, but to to say just immediately that it's better than a high res digital file or a CD, uh, you know. Well, I mean, I, I I think that we've gotten to a point that like if we are only listening to our earbuds. I don't know you're going to hear difference of anything, of any no, in format. Fact, you'll, of think, you'll think that, that records, if you like, just do a flat digitized record or you put, yeah. put your headphones in, you're going to hear every crackle and pop. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, but if you have a decent setup with yeah. you know, good speakers and everything, it, it, records sound really, really good if, hmm. they're, in, if they're in good condition. Yeah, a, a crappy record's gonna sound like crap. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. A, a badly mastered CD is gonna sound like crap. It's it yeah. really depends on what went into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I've gotten my my brother gave me our old turntable from when I was a kid that my dad bought back in the seventies that he still had laying around and and I had to do some work on it to get it you know back into shape, but it works great now and um. So I, you know, I've 
gotten back into picking up records that I loved as a kid that I had lost or, you know, classic rock albums because I, for one thing, I like the art. I like the, the album art. Mm-hmm. That's sort of a lost thing. Um, I, 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 I like being able to look at an album cover when I'm listening to it. You know, I, there's, there's, there's something tangible about having that physical item there that I really, really like. The fold out of Steve Martin on that classic comedy album that was the, the of all the things to be centerfolded, Steve Martin holding a guitar. Right. Oh, yeah, I, I hear you. Right. You know, there, that, that's just not something you're going to get streaming on Apple Music, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if I'm in the car, I have no problem listening to stuff off my phone or off of Apple music or whatever. Cause it's, I'm in the car, there's other stuff going on. I'm not, I'm not actually listening to the music as much as I am having music on in the background, you know, to, to throw back to the comment before about the old stuff Disney's to put on. I vaguely remember like a cars of tomorrow and there being a record player in a car of tomorrow. I'm like, no, that's not going to work dog. <laughs> no, they sold those dude. Those happened. They, I know, they... but it's like every little, I mean, my C- CD player bumped, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no way that a record oh, I didn't stayed say in that the they group. worked well, yeah. but they, there's no way they, they, they the did make their way into production. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, Records, I records are still a niche, and they they will be for the foreseeable future. But I also think that that records are going strong. I don't know that it's a fad that it's going to disappear tomorrow because there are positive things about records that you can't get with streaming or a CD. So as long as there's an audience for it that was willing to go ahead and pay for it. They'll keep making them, so I'm good to go. I don't like having to pay 35 bucks for, you know, an album, a re-release of an album when I can just go and go on Discogs and get a, one from the 70s or whatever that's in good condition and pay half that much money. So I, I do think that it's, it's kind of in the, the price of vinyl has been inflated. And partially that's due to scarcity. They don't they don't have pressing plants. Most of the pressing plants had shut down, you know. So there's they've been opening pressing plants for the first time in decades, but they still can't keep up with the demand right now. So, you know, it's all supply and demand. Okay, if you guys could own a piece of movie movie memorabilia, something that had been on film that could be in your house, what would it be? Ryan, name something, a piece of movie, a prop, a costume. You can you can pick anything. What's it going to be? Uh, it's going to have to be some Star Wars. Maybe a lightsaber yeah. hilt uh, or, uh, okay. or, uh, or a costume or something from that. Okay. Maybe a full costume, maybe like maybe full a Vader costume. costume. You know what? Even, even the models are one of the models they used for, uh, like in the, yeah. in the, for original, like, uh, uh, oh, come on, words. Um, practical effects and that sort of thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Brian, you can you can have anything. What do you want? Um God, I don't know. I think maybe a, uh, an original Star Trek phaser or, Ooh. you know, something just a a, a a a prop or a piece of scenery from two thousand one a space odyssey. Mm. There's a part of me that still wants a Ghostbuster backpack on the wall. 
you know i still want i still want that i i definitely like uh i like the thought of um heck, heck who wouldn't want an r2d2 an actual r2d2 shell in the corner i think that would be awesome yeah. granted it you know i'd feel unsafe <laughs> that it would get stolen in a week around here uh because <laughs> you're not gonna keep something that valuable in the house but did I noticed neither of you said that you would have liked to have had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles suit from the 1993 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 Turtles in Time uh, costume. Not, in not your top house. of my list. No, no. That thing's terrifying. <laughs> For those that didn't see this, we'll have a link in the show notes. Um, latex apparently breaks down over time. Oh, it sure does. <laughs> Some healthy looking gums, though. I'll give you that. <laughs> This thing. Welcome to my nightmare. Oh my gosh! Um, the follow-up, if I remember correctly, on the follow, I couldn't find the story right away. They did not get bids on this. Nope, it did not sell. Did not meet the minimum bid. And folks, the you need to look this one this? up because it is frightening. What would you say, right? What, what was the minimum bid for this? Oh, where is it? I'll help. Give me a second. We can find it. This store. People just think that ten thousand pounds is too much to pay for a never-ending supply of yeah. nightmare fuel. It says. <laughs> yeah, that that's somebody who's like had this in their garage, thinking one day this is what's going to make my fortune. And uh, number one, the turtles aren't that popular anymore. And number two. That does not look good. Like it, no. it's not like it's an original King Kong armature. It's from a freaking turtle sequel from the nineties. Yeah. So. Number three, it was the one the costume worn by Mark Queso. Uh, the 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 and people and people actually criticized the costumes in that movie apparently for not being as good as the pre, the preceding films. No, it was the the third one was a terrible film. Yeah. I enjoyed Some the first really one. funny comments in yeah. here, by the way. Like, there's one guy who didn't even realize there was a third film. <laughs> yeah, the best. What a, what a way to find out <laughs> with that eerie image staring back at you. Still better than the Michael Bay one. There's anything you want, if there's anything you need, McFeely's delivery brings it to you here with speed. Yes, our speedy delivery is a speedy delivery. Speedy delivery to you, speedy delivery. Taking a look in the old mailbag to see what some of you all have said. Um, mainly, we've been getting uh, comments on the Facebook page coming back. A lot of yays, like um, from J.C. Cleland, Ty Prunty, about time. I was getting worried. Um, and um, someone has recommended we take a look. I did not know they have a Disney's take on the monster serials like Maleficent and Hades. Um, Funko is doing it. We just we just had our first batch. We just had Booberry go through the house, oh, yeah. and the kids the kids liked it. The kids were definitely into it. So I imagine we may pick up another one of those uh, at the uh, at the store. You better hurry because the Santa cereals are coming out. Oh, it is October goodness. after all. It is. It won't be long. Won't be long. 
Uh, it'll, it'll be moving in here before we know it. Um, but uh, we want to thank everybody who has given uh, positive feedback, those who have commented on Twitter, those who have been uh, retweeting and saying, hey, they're back, and especially those who have been commenting to their friends, hey, guys, it's back. We, we thank you for that. Please keep doing that. Um, as uh, as Brian hinted, we have a very special interview with uh, that you're going to have for the next episode. We'll go ahead and tease who it is. Uh, Mick Strawn, a man who's been responsible for a lot of your nightmares, and we'll find out more about what that means when we get to our next episode. But feel free to IMDB him, and you'll have an idea of who we're talking about. With that, it's time to go back to present day. We hope we haven't permanently destroyed your childhood. If you'd like to suggest something for us to look back on, you can email us at IRememberedItBetter at gmail.com. You can follow the show at IRI better on Twitter. Follow me at Revan Geek, Ryan at our all good 98 and Brian still, as far as we know, has not recovered his password for his Twitter account. If you missed any of that, you can find all the info on this program by going to www.iribetterpodcast.com Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash iribetter. Our voiceovers are provided by Amy Breedlove. You can follow her on Twitter at voicework, that's voice W-E-R-K, and through her website, www.amiebreedlove.com. We'll see you in the future. In the past. Geeks, fanboys, and fangirls, call us what you want. We all have the things we love and obsess over. Wow, it's been a while since I had to do that swallow in the middle of that. I'm just curious. I just random random question. Ryan, are you are you, are are your girls into YouTubers, or have you kept no. that from happening? Well, no. I mean, there's, okay. There's, I mean, Emma watches a few. Um, there's a couple a couple like video game, yeah. um, uh, like channels she'll watch of, of like the uh, video games she likes. But um, no, my my nephew's way into it. Like uh, uh, like oh like deboxing. If you can, if you can, if you can keep sis versus bro out of your house, you will be way ahead of the game. Well, that's pretty easy. Just say this isn't coming in our house. Yeah. Well, we had a friend who recommended that as something safe for Madeline to watch because her daughter watched it, Mm -hmm. and it starts off kind of the premise is okay. You got this brother and this sister, and they do little challenges in their house. You're like, okay, that's kind of cool. It's kind of cute, and it's stuff like, hey, who can make the better slime and all that. Well, then, after they took off, and I guess the family was already affluent anyway, then it's stuff like, okay, we're going to see who can hold on to their Apple uh, iPhone the best, and whoever's one drops doesn't get the MacBook Pro. And you're like, and I'm like, okay. And uh, so I had to sit my daughter down and go, okay, this family is in no way steeped in reality. This is ridiculous. No one lives like this who, who, <laughs> that you will ever know. Yeah, so you got to understand. Like yes. So they, along with the like and dislike button, they should just add a sterilize button. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 That would be nice. We're, today we're going to Dubai. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. I don't know if wrapping it in plastic would have helped. I pretty much think that didn't the help you... Laura Palmer. No, <laughs> now that's a deep cut reference right there. Yes, deep I'm cut. old. <laughs> deep the nineties, folks, they happen. I want to thank you all for taking the time to join us tonight. Uh, we hope we haven't permanently destroyed. I was doing so damn good. Okay, well, maybe, maybe not that. Reverend Cliffy, 